Sonnets of Shakespeare's Ghost by Thomas George Tucker. Read for LibriVox.org by Nemo and Eva Davis. Section 2, Sonnets 7 through 12. 7. Yet, being so chilled, do we not chide the sun, and say he willful hides his face away? Say tis his will makes the world drear and dun, and takes the golden glory from the day? The envious rack we rather should reproach, that comes betwixt us in despite of him, rebellious powers that on his reign encroach, and black themselves his brightness joy to dim. So when the troubling mischiefs of the time, or baser minds bent upon marring thee, stole moments of thy favor, then my rhyme slandered thy love and slurred thy constancy. Yet the sun's self unstained and bright remains, and my heart knew thy stains were not thy stains. 8. If wrongfully I moaned thy pretty wrongs, when I was sometime absent from thy heart, O oh, none so trusting but to him belongs some moody moment of his mortal part. No man doth nature make whose trust doth ever, unvearing with all winds, point still the same. None is so whole in health he knows no fever to shake the firm composure of his frame. My love so wholly thine, thy worth so dear, made each thine absence so distract my breast, that in his turmoil faith some time to fear, converted, doubting most, when most t'was blessed, because mine own heart alone without thee seemed, me absent from thy heart I falsely deemed. 9. I writ how once I wandered from thy side, serving the strong suggestions of my blood, only to prove from worse things vainly tried how far more precious grew thy sum of good. If I so loved thee, what is my defense? That thy dear love failed then my steps to stay, that idle hours were idly given to sense, and soul forsaken at the call of clay? Oh, let love grant excuse, my sensual part dwelt ever far from pure untainted thee. It held no conversation with my heart, nor, used or checked, could be thine injury. If once it triumphed, carrying me away, it stole but earth, my soul did with thee stay. 10. If that my sensual deed had stolen from thee aught that were part of thy most precious love, or made to swerve the loving soul of me, that to thy service it should duller prove, had made to me thy grace less gracious seem, thy worth less worth, thy love a smaller prize, or baited aught of thy most rich esteem, which still grew richer in thy servant's eyes. 
Then were it fault too foul to find excuse, And all I writ of thee were vows untrue, My verse were naught but idle poet's use, Conceits worn weeds laced o'er with wording new. But twas not so, though true my love before, Twas thenceforth purged, and prized thee all the more. 11. Wherefore should I mine own heart not unfold, And his true workings to the world disclose? Why self-unlocking for unseemly hold, Which me, as I showed others, human shows? If I to nature held her truthful glass, And on the stage life's self did strive to set, Creating thousand shadows that should pass, for very substance when men's eyes they met if there i imaged love hate doubt and trust if all the pageant of the mortal heart might not one say this man within him must have learned from nature what he shaped in art all passion's depths he only can reveal who doth them all within him living feel Twelve. Whence came it that I knew in others' case how bitter sweet and tyrant slave is love, how quick to jealous doubt it yieldeth place, if mine own self did ne'er his power prove? Whence knew I the deep sense that in the soul is thrilled and thralled by perfect beauty's sight? If never beauty did myself control With all the mastery of sovereign might, Since so my heart laid bare what it contained Of understanding of love's mysteries, And naught of thine or mine are loving stained, That I should hide it from misprising eyes, No shame or scruple might my judgment see, to tell of that true love I bore to thee. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain. End of Sonnets of Shakespeare's Ghost by Thomas George Tucker